Envy burned in Gray's chest as he walked through the door at Blondie's, the sports bar on West 79th Street. His three buddies had it all, great jobs and great wives. While at thirty years old, Gray was still working night and day, saving every penny and sleeping alone, most nights. Tonight he faced the challenge of listening to them brag without letting the smile slip off his face. The bar was beginning to get noisy with baseball games on three TVs and rowdy laughter. Gray wondered when it'd be his turn for happiness. He got a table and downed a drink before his friends arrived, brushing a careless hand through his sandy hair. His hazel eyes swept the room for eligible women. There were a couple at the bar talking to each other, looking pretty hot. Later, he had tried to drum up some action. One looked over at him, her gaze moving over his body slowly, and her broadening smile indicated she approved of what she saw. Her blonde hair and ample chest made it hard for him to turn his gaze back to the door where Will was entering, followed by Spence. Gray raised his hand in greeting to his buddies as they made their way to his table. This was their quarterly get-together for a couple of beers and dinner. Though they were eight years out of college, when they were together it was like old times hanging at the fraternity. Practically inseparable in college, they called themselves the Four Horsemen. When Bobby arrived, they motioned to the waitress for another pitcher of beer. After placing their food orders, the horsemen settled back in their chairs. Gray opened the conversation. So, how's married life treating you guys? Thinking about tying the knot, Gray? Bobby asked. That would be news. Will put in before taking a swig of beer. Yeah, yeah. Gray Andrews, tired of screwing different women every night, sets the date, Spence said, making quotation marks in the air with his hands. I'll drink to that, Will said, raising his mug in a mock toast. He'll drink to anything, Bobby piped up. So, who is she? Spence asked, narrowing his eyes and gazing at Gray. No one, there's no one, Gray said, his shirt collar feeling suddenly tight. He reached up and unbuttoned his shirt, then took a deep breath. Sure, sure, you don't have to tell us, but we'll find out eventually, Will said. Come on, guys, I'm serious, Ray continued. So, you've stopped working sixty-hour weeks and sleeping with whatever you could pick up at a bar? Bobby asked. Maybe. Gonna kick out your roommate and squeeze a wife into that cramped place you live? Will asked. So, the nest egg is fat enough now, got enough cash, and you're ready for the next step. Ray, you plan like a girl. Spence chuckled, and the other two laughed with him. So, marriage isn't so great for you guys, huh? Is that what I'm hearing? Gray said, smirking. Gray, the only unmarried one, wanted to hear how married life was treating his friends. Although he wasn't in love or even dating one woman exclusively, he was thinking about taking the plunge himself. Time to start looking for Ms. Wright. Spence was right. Gray was a planner. Will took a gulp of his beer before he turned to Gray. Your crazy job giving you time off to get married? Gray had spent the past eight years working sixty-hour weeks to achieve success. His job at an investment firm kept him busy watching his clients' money and his own. He lived on practically nothing, took girls on inexpensive dates, shared an apartment, all to save up for freedom and marriage, the way he wanted it. Still the master of the cheap date, Gray? Spence asked him, putting down his empty beer glass. 
So what, if he was inventive enough to master the art of low-cost dating, picnics in Central Park, free concerts, trips to the Bronx Zoo on free entry days, long walks? The woman he escorted didn't mind that dates with him were unusual instead of costly. Gray wooed his women on as few dollars as possible, saving every cent, and it was paying off as he watched his money grow, multiplying at a rapid rate. I'm still careful with my money, Spence. How's your marriage, by the way? Gray asked, lounging back in his chair. Gray was on a mission, gathering data, information, formulating his plan for wedded bliss. After two pictures, tongues started to loosen up. My wife is a pain in the ass, with her decorator and her cook. The living room is white, can't wear shoes there, can't put my feet up on the coffee table, and food, tiny portions, salads.